What's up, family? Today, September 18th, 2019. I've been uh, checking out some, uh, you know, information, just uh, trying to see what was cool to put out. And I was looking at a Rowan Martin and uh, some other shows, and they were talking about, oh, and, and brother, don't we can't forget our brother Claude Anderson. And Claude Anderson has been talking about this for many years. But, you know, it, it just makes so much sense. Everybody is profiting off a of black culture. If you look at it, our culture is so rich. It's always been rich. And everybody is profiting off of our culture. You take some of the brothers that's out there in rap. These brothers don't know what they're getting into. No matter how many documentaries, no matter how many movies you put out, these young brothers, they come into the game. They trying to get that big fat check. And what do they do? They sign these contracts, not knowing that uh, you're only taking out a loan. You're not really getting this money. This money's not yours. And what happens when you can't pay it back? After all the money you made for the record company and you still owe them and you can't pay it back, what happens? You're done because once your album stops selling, then basically they have made all the money. You got a loan. You can't pay that loan back nine times out of 10, depending on how much money you were able to pay back that they may come after you and they may not. But when you own your own business. When you own your own stuff, when you own your own masters, see, they can't come and bargain with you like that. You bargain with them. But see, unless we start coming up with more businesses of our own so we could actually set a market for something, because right now we can't uh, really set a market. That's why everybody wants to come in and make money off the black culture. Look at the music. We got the number one music in the world. Rap is number one music of all the genres of music in the world. And country is probably second, but rap is number one. And that says a lot because no matter what you hear, you're always hearing rap. But a lot of people that's in the game don't own their own. The record companies do. And these record companies, you can have a label, but it's a label. But the companies, the record companies are the ones that actually do the distribution. You just have a label, but the distribution comes from them. The marketing usually comes from them, and they're usually white. They make a gang of money off of the black culture. The black culture is golden right now. Well, it's going to always be golden, really. But we have to start taking more control of our own culture and stop letting other people make money off of that culture. I'm going to give you uh, an example here. Back in the day, before, uh, but this is after Robert Johnson, the former owner of BET. Yes, Robert Johnson, the former owner of BET. There was a group of brothers. One guy's name, uh, last name was Gary. He was, an, uh, he was an attorney out of Atlanta. And then you had our great brother, Johnny Cochran. 
uh, may he rest in peace. You had Marlon Jackson. You had Cecil Fielder. And I believe it was another guy. They try to go in and start a, a channel like Robert Johnson did with BET. But it didn't last long because I used to watch the show. This was in the uh, early 2000s. And Brother Gary, the attorney out of Atlanta, he said something and has always stuck with me. He said he would much rather make $25,000 working for himself than make $50,000 working for somebody else. And that's always stuck with me. That's why I constantly push myself to go and get back to working for myself. Because I understand when you work for yourself, it's a total, it's a total difference than when you're working for somebody else, when you got to get up and go to work for somebody else. Then when you like, man, I can't go to work. You know, I did a video back in the day on sick time and vacation pay. And yeah, sick time and vacation pay is good. But when you have that mindset of an employee, that's what your mindset is. And I tell people, don't put me in that mindset of no sick time vacation pay. I haven't worked for myself in a minute, but I'm not in that uh, sick time vacation pay, though I have a little sick time and some vacation pay left. But still, I'm not in that mindset because if I have to take off, I'm taking off, but not to uh, deviate from the story. We must start to take control of our own culture and how these people are going and making profit off of a culture that's not theirs. Our music, look at all the brothers and sisters over the years, die broke. Why? Because back in the day, what they would do, they would get you so strung out on drugs, they would lie to you, and then the next thing you know, your masters, all your music was gone. Your music would be gone because they own it. And while you're dead or homeless or whatever, they're making money off of your music and you get absolutely nothing. Go back to the 50s and the 60s and some parts in the 70s. Look at our sisters from TLC back in the day. Those sisters sold maybe 10 million albums back in the day. They're, I think they only put out two for that record, that record label with Pebbles and uh L.A. and Babyface. And they didn't have no money. They had to file bankruptcy. If you saw the documentary, it was like, wow, it's kind of sad because, you know, they're making all this money for the record company, but they're not making any money for themselves. The same thing happened with N.W.A. Those brothers, why do you think Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, all those brothers left? And look at them now. Those, all those brothers are successful. Easy would have been up there with those brothers. It was just one of those things. It was a live and learn. Easy trusted. And the guy screwed him in the end. But it was a live and learn. You see Ice Cube when he left. All the stuff that Ice Cube's done. You see all the stuff that Dr. Dre's done. Those brothers, and they, and they, own, they have their own masters now. You know, once you uh, get away from these record labels and these, these companies, and start taking advantage of owning your own rights. Remember back in the what was it, the early 90s, late 90s, when Prince had drew a symbol on his face. Now his birth given name, Prince, Prince Roger Nelson, he couldn't even use it. Why? Because 
Warner Brothers owned his name, his birth name. He couldn't use it. That's why he had to go with the symbol and he drew the symbol. And every time you would see him, uh, you wouldn't see Prince, you see the symbol until finally he got he got them off his back. But those are examples of brothers and sisters that have taken, you know, that road. But now you still have brothers and sisters today. Still want to go and sign a contract. You take No Limit Records. No Limit Records is owned by Master P. And you see, he's teaching his son. See, you have to teach your, your kids not to be enslaved to these employers. Because these employers, they get you. Once they use you up, they throw you in the wind. They'll throw you in the trash. It's like ball players, especially football players. Once these football players is banged up, their bodies can no longer say running backs, can no longer run that, uh, run that ball. They throw them to the curve. They don't care. They offer you uh, less than dollar value because they can. You're no good. We have to start taking advantage of who we are and stop being afraid. See, a lot of us are afraid to stand up for what they believe. Because, see, you're supposed to be quiet. When you're black, you're supposed to keep your mouth shut and do what you're told or else you won't have a job. But, see, that's the mentality they want to keep you at. That's the mentality that they had the slave at. If you don't shut up, we're going to beat you to death or we're going to sell your kids or we're going uh, 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 to sleep with your woman. Well, they did that anyway. See, jealousy has always been the, uh, the center of attention when it comes to them. Though they may have so-called whatever, have a lot, they're still jealous of the black man. That's why they fight so hard to keep us from gaining any type of advantage. That's why when you're black and you're doing something positive, you're building a company positive, then the next thing you know, bam, here comes some kind of law. And usually that law don't hurt the white companies, but it usually hurts the black companies more. And because it's, it's geared for them anyway, they just don't see it. So anytime you're doing something positive, you have to be careful because somebody is watching you. And it's that same person usually that you think is your buddy, your manager, your best friend. Those are the motherfuckers, excuse the language. Those are the ones that are looking at you. Jealousy, my brothers and sisters. Jealousy plays a big part in all of this. It's the same thing with wealth building. Anytime you're on the verge of doing something big, bam. You know, I have this, this, this little podcast, but I get so much static sometimes. And it's like, I can't put out the message that I should be putting. Well, I put out the message I want to put out. I just can't get it to the people, not on some of these platforms uh, like Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, but Twitter seems to be okay. But for some reason, Facebook and Instagram, I have a hard time sometimes getting that message over the air. A lot of people don't know that, but I do. I don't know what's going on. I know uh, a lot of times everything is censored. People don't like what you're saying. So here they come. But I'm not big enough. See, if I was big enough, then it'd be a totally different story. But since I'm not big enough, we'll just stop him from sending it 
to certain, you know, sending it to his followers or his friends. But saying this, I'll go back. Even so, trust. We don't trust one another. When we see one another is growing, here we come. We don't want to support them. Look at the black businesses. Back in the day, I always go to back in the day because it's so true. Back in the day, we had black businesses. We had more than what we have now. We have very, very few, and the few is just hanging on. It's like when you're trying to start something. I try to support everybody who's doing something, especially if, if it don't cost me uh, uh, a lot of money. I'll try to support the best way I can. If you got a T-shirt company or whatever, I try to buy your T-shirt. I try to buy your product. Only thing I ever ask anybody to do is just when I put out the infor information, just click on it and, you know, at least listen. I ain't asking for no money. You know, I know I'm new and I know a lot of people don't trust new. But I've been in I've been I've been in this world long enough. I ain't that new. I might be new to this form, but I've been in this world long enough to know what the hell is going on and what I'm talking about. But we are still jealous of our brothers and sisters. That's why we go outside the neighborhood or we'll take somebody else's stuff. And say, well, how come uh, they do this and you don't do that? Well, because we're different individuals. I always like to let people know people that create, they create different. Their minds are wired different. No one is creating the same unless you're a copycatter. My platform is different because I believe in real talk. I don't want to be talking about the same thing everybody else is talking about. I don't want to talk about the same people that everybody else is talking about. This is a situation that's happening in a black community that needs to be discussed. How people are making money off the black culture. I don't want to talk about, you know, uh, the, uh, the the love and hip hop shows. Those love and hip hop shows don't do nothing but make our women look more and more ignorant by the way they act on television. And the woman who's part part of that, one of the executive producers, she seems she doesn't care because she's making a shitload of money. And see, that's it. We can denigrate our women. We could sell out our people just for some dollars. That's what makes us failures. So we can try to walk with the next man and act like we him. They don't want you walking with them, but you want to walk with them. So you act like you belong. I'm going to tell you, when you, anytime you sell out your people, you will never belong. You can belong with no money when you treat your brothers and your sisters right. We have to stop all this foolishness and take back our own goddamn culture. But we have to first, another podcast, trust. We have to have trust in each other. If you don't know what to start, think about what you're good at and go and try to do something with it. Take your talents. Black people have so much talent and ability, but we just waste it thinking that somebody's going to give us a job. You know, a lot of people were mad when they said, well, Dr. Dre should have gave uh, that when he gave he gave 80 million dollars to USC. Well, it was his money. He do what he want to do with it. 
it doesn't matter if he would have gave $80 million to the uh, historically black colleges or not. The historically black colleges are basically run by white folks. Uh, yes, they're run by white folks. Uh, historically black colleges don't have endowments coming in for a quarter billion dollars. SC has an endowment coming in for a quarter billion dollars or more. SC can raise a billion dollars with the snap of a finger. Not to say that that's better than a, a, a HB, what a, a historically black college. I'm not saying that, but it's his money. He do what he want to do. He live in California. He didn't, he grew up in Compton. He don't live where he could have gave some money, but he didn't. You know, that's what it is. If you want to donate, I used to donate to Morris Brown College when they was having financial problems. I donated to, uh, was it, uh, Mississippi State Valley College. And I don't even live in none of them states. I don't live in Georgia, and I don't live in Mississippi. But out of my heart, I would send maybe 5 maybe $10, whatever. It's something. The point is something. I don't live in those states. I always wanted to go to a black college. But a lot of black colleges, they don't even, uh, well, black colleges, uh, their stuff is hardly accepted in these schools where I go, where I, where I live in California. Their stuff is not accepted outside of the math and English. Math and English are usually universal. Maybe some history. But other than that, a lot of those classes are not accepted out here. At these schools, they don't want to accept black black college uh, material unless it's a math or English or maybe some type of history. It's just what it is. I know this because I had a cousin who went to Grambling and she wanted to go to school out here. But they told her she was a junior. If you come out here, you would have to go back and more likely you would be uh, maybe a second year senior, a second year uh, uh, freshman. See, they wasn't accepting those grades. She was a junior back there, but she would come out here. She'd been like a second semester uh, uh, a freshman. What kind of shit is that? Brothers and sisters, don't get it fooled. Black colleges are good, but a lot of those brothers and sisters, unless they're going out there and creating their own, which I would hope and pray that they're doing, because other than that, it's hard getting a job, especially in those schools down south. It ain't nothing down there. It ain't, it's nothing in the south, really, unless you go out there and create your own. Unless you are top 1%, you might get uh, the job that you're looking for or you move out of state. But in state, chances are you're going to be struggling like many of these uh, uh, white, black, brown, red uh, college students unless you start your own business. The key, starting your own business, taking control of the black culture and stop letting everybody make money off of us. That's our problem. We let everybody make money off of us and we take our money elsewhere and when we spend our money. We don't spend it with our brothers and sisters. We don't even spend it with ourselves. If you're not taking some money and investing in yourself, then basically you're just a loser and you're going to continue to be a loser unless you start investing in yourself and in your people. Remember, you are a talented people, but you are letting your talents waste away because you don't believe in yourself. I believe in yourself. I talk about you in a way to hope and make that you will uh, take heed to what I'm saying and say, oh, that fool is wrong. I'm going to go out here and show him. Don't show me. 
show yourself. Because those of you who want to go out there and show me, don't try to show another black man that you can do it. Show yourself you can do it. Because I already think you can do it. You just don't. My brothers and my sisters, this is your brother saying, take control of your own culture. Everybody is making money off that black, beautiful, black gold uh, culture. Don't let them take advantage of you any longer. Go out there and start being smart. Like I spoke in the last wealth building, read, start reading. My brothers and my sisters, this is your brother saying, I'm out of here. Peace. This is Brother Ren.